oh my god we don't have time to talk about all this stuff Ah, there's too much to talk about This is episode five of Nerd Novice. I'm Jim. I'm Megan. And we don't know what to do for our opening. We're just going to be real boring. Real boring. You're listening to Nerd Novice and we talk about nerd things like Star Trek and Buffy and books and comic books and Harry Potter. Ooh, maybe. And Spider-Man and Superman and the Hulk. And we talk about Battlestar Galactica. It might be kind of cool. And we breathe through our mouths. <sighs> okay, that's creepy. Let's stop. <laughs> Hi, Megan. Hi. It reminds me of that kid on Hey Arnold that would always stand behind Helga. Do you remember that? I've never seen that show. Oh, my. Oh, God. Maybe we need to nerd novice hey, some 90s uh, cartoons. Arnold. Oh, my God. It's like an old Nickelodeon cartoon. It's yeah. awesome. Um, And he would always stand behind the, the girl, but she was like a like she would beat him up every time she would punch him in the face but he'd be behind her like (laughs) (laughs) and she would just punch him anyway okay Uh, people cannot see my emphatic arm gestures this episode of nerd novice will be brought to you in the form of interpretive dance (laughs) we hope you enjoy the audio experience (laughs) oh my god so I'm super pumped. Are you super pumped? Super pumped. Super pumped. I've been working on singing on key. So that's cool. I've never known you to sing off key. Well, I mean on like a major key, like a normal mode instead of okay. like seventies disco horn charts. Right. Right. Yeah. But anyway, um it's been a weird week. I don't know. How about you? It's raining. Yeah. It's weird. I don't understand it. Beats Everything's squishy and muddy. But yeah, it's just ugly. Well, we we're in Cleveland, so that's a big strike against us. Cleveland does weather-wise. Um, yeah, weather-wise. That's about it cuz yeah. Cleveland's awesome. Anyone who says otherwise could Yeah. No, Cleveland is a good town. Eat my fist. It's a cool town. There's a lot of neat stuff totally. that goes on here. And it's just the the weather is not The super weather is terrific. not very good. Yeah. yeah. But that's okay. We all are better for it. We We're persevere. Like strong people. We have more time for Netflix. Yeah, right. Oh, I have a uh, <clears throat> an audience participation challenge. Nice. Okay. So, two nights ago, I was watching <coughs> Buffy in bed on my iPad, as one does. Right. And I came up with the idea of a Tumblr. Of lonely Netflix watching. Netflix Tumblr idea. Selfies. Yes, Netflix selfies. Tumblr.com. So I want to start up this Tumblr and turn this into a, a whole internet meme. You should totally do it and you should hurry up and do it before you broadcast this episode because someone else is going to steal it. Yes. Because our fans are just They're maniacal. Yeah, the creepos. Mm-hmm. So here's what we need you guys to do is. Take a selfie of yourself <laughs> watching Netflix, and you need to at reply us with that picture on Twitter. Yeah. At Nerd Novice. Promotional tie-in. Oh, my God. It'd be so awesome. And then we'll get a Tumblr going of, of Netflix selfies. Please do it, guys, because you know what? I cry myself to sleep knowing that no one responds to my inquiring tweets. Like, please send us your submissions. Crickets. 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 Nothing. Come on. Tweet me. I enjoy hearing from people, so do it. If you have to start up a Twitter account to tweet us, then by God. By God, make it happen. Start up a Twitter account. Yes. I sounded like Catherine Hepburn for a second there. Sorry. Oh, that's okay. You kind of got a little excited, (laughs) too. Your hands. Yeah. Jazz hands. (laughs) (laughs) I make jazz hands when I'm excited. What can I say? That's fine. I'm really pissed because... I wore short sleeves thinking it was going to be really hot in here today and it's freezing. Yeah. This is not cool. The booth is it's is like erratic. Cleveland. It's like Cleveland. It is. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Well, anyway, enough banter. Enough banter. Yeah. Um, so send in, send in your Netflix selfies. Seriously, ne- that's se- going to be fun. No, uh, seriously, we'll do it. And we're going to start up the Tumblr as soon as we stop recording today. We're yeah. Doing it. Uh, is it going to be Netflix selfies.tumblr.com? Something like that. Something like yeah. that. And if it's not taken. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. That's such a good idea. We'll tweet, we'll tweet what it is once it's created. Word. Yeah. 
So yet another reason to follow us on Twitter. All right. At Nerd Novice, do it. Because we ain't going to get famous if nobody follows us. And that's my goal, to be internet famous. Totally. That's my goal. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, so... We got to start with the Trek this we week. Do, we did, We yeah. did Buffy two weeks in a row first. and We did. Um, we got to give it uh, its its due. We do. Because I feel bad because we talk about Buffy for way too long, and then we're like, oh, crap, Star Trek. Oh, yeah. Also, Captain Picard. Yeah. See you next week. Yeah. <laughs> um, thankfully, in the next... We have to talk today, too, about our upcoming stuff, like the next one that we're doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and eventually we want to try to narrow it down to one show per episode. Right. Because I feel like we're wasting too much time talking about two shows. I don't know. It's too complicated. Well, it's not not so much that we're wasting time, but I think I think it's just too much to try to cover right. in, a, in an episode. So After Buffy and Star Trek are over... We will be only focusing on one show at a time. Right. Yes. Or one one property at a one yeah, movie one thing. whatever thing at a time. <laughs> one yes. Property. One nerd property. Yes. Um <clears throat> Okay. So this week I watched two episodes of Star Trek, one entitled Brothers and the other entitled The Nth Degree. Um they are from season four. And um I I watched them both last night because I'm a procrastinator. But um, they were awesome, so I'm going to talk about them. Okay. Well, I know that those haven't been the only Star Trek you've watched this week because I saw no. you. I saw you yeah. bitching about Q, Q. episodes yeah. on Twitter, and I've I thought, been, well, that's... well, I've been like um, going back through season one, right? Yeah. Like yeah. so, whenever I feel like I have free time, I watch a season one episode because I want to watch them all eventually, right. anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Q. Oh my God! Somebody said this. Who was it? Um, Robert regrets Twitter. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, is that your friend? Yes, he is. He's cool because he totally made an awesome comparison. Thank you, Robert. Um, he said that Q is the Ethan Rain of Star Trek, and Ethan Rain is a character on Buffy, and it's like a total awesome comparison because mm. Ethan Rain is like, just like he said, he's just there to cause trouble. He's Giles's like old high school friend who is like pretty shady, and and actually the actor just recently died. Um. In in real life, the um, it was like a couple weeks ago. Oh, I remember yeah. hearing about that. Yeah, sad. But Ethan Rain, he did a very good job of portraying an annoying guy. So, mm. um, but yeah, Ethan Rain is the cue of Buffy. Anyway, okay, thank you for that comparison. That was sweet. That was about the only conversation I had on Twitter uh, this whole past week with Nerd Novice fans. Actually, that's a lie. That's a, that is a lie. Yeah, liar. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. No, you had one this morning. No, I had but... another one this morning with um, Dylan, my friend Dylan. He was saying um, that uh, he was helping me pick out episodes for you to watch. Right, yeah. right. Okay, cool. Anyway, all right, Star Trek. Back to it. <laughs> um, first episode, Brothers, all about data and lore. Because I've never seen lore before. Lore before. Um, he is basically a different version of data. Okay, so what from what I got, data was created after lore. Right. But lore was considered a failure and Dr. Soong like disassembled him right. or something. Yeah. So then he tried again with data. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. Um was lore already have does he already had a have an emotion chip before data was created? So like that's no. why he was failed. Why was he a failure? Well, I made a mistake a couple of weeks ago. We brought this up, or you brought it up, and I gave you incorrect information about the whole emotion ship thing, which yeah. is is central to the brothers episode. And I think what I said at the time was that the emotion ship was meant for lore, but then Data ended up with it. But that's not correct. It's the other way around. It's the other way around. Data, but Laura already had an emotion chip in the episode. This is what happened. Right, right, yeah. <clears throat> Laura already had an emotion chip, but it was kind of like out of whack. He was basically just like a over-exaggerated emotional wreck. Mm-hmm. Um, all of his emotions were like 10 times what they should have been. Right. I think that's what I was getting. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's... He wasn't properly reacting to things. Yeah. So um, Dr. Soon tried to create a different emotion chip to sort of fix that problem and it was meant for data but then um in the episode lore switched he basically turned data off and like switched spots with him put on his uniform and received the chip implant instead of data getting it Mm -hmm. so it was like 
Dr. Soong was like, that wasn't meant for you, no. And um, that was a good vibrato. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no! <laughs> and uh, and so it was this whole thing. And now Data still doesn't have an emotion chip. Right. Does he ever get that one back mm-hmm. in the movie? The specific one that's in lore? Mm-hmm. Because I think Dr. Soong was going to die. He was like getting ready to die at the end of that episode. Yeah. Yeah. So is that the last we see of him? Maybe. That is the last we see of Dr. Soong. That is not the last we see of Lore. Right. Yeah. It's... In the series. Um, okay. Yeah. So um, Lore is basically like Data's evil twin. Yeah. I love that they have yeah. that storyline. The evil twin thing. Because yeah. like you don't see that anymore, really. That's awesome. Not too much. And, and I think what's great about it is. Well, in that episode, Brent Spiner actually plays three characters. He Did plays... he play Dr. Soong? Oh, yeah, totally. Okay, because I was like, why didn't they get a real old man to play Dr. Soong? That looks, like, really <laughs> fake. And then I was like, maybe it's the dude that plays Data. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so he played Dr. Soong and Data, obviously, and Lore. Mm-hmm. And I think what it shows is is how great of an actor he is because mm-hmm. he's playing Data, who is ostensibly an emotionless character Mm -hmm. who actually has in his own way a wide range of emotions right and so he performs the character quite well and then he has the opportunity to play the crazy version of the android Mm -hmm. and then he gets to play sort of the mad scientist crazy crazy old man who that's an interesting backstory because Everybody, everybody thinks that Doctor Soong is is a crazy old coot, yeah, more or less. But he's a genius. He didn't seem like crazy old coot to me. He kind of just seemed like I don't know. He seemed pretty normal. Well, he got a bad rap because he created lore, and lore. Uh, but then he created him. caused a lot of so, mayhem. And right. So tell me about that because what they said was basically um, the two things I gathered. Dr. Soong disassembled Lore, which turned Lore, uh, it made him upset and feel like um, Data was the favored one. Um, and then somehow he got reassembled, and then somehow Data, like, sent him off to float away in space for a long period of time. Right. So, details. Fill her in. Fill her in. I need the, I need the white, fluffy, stuffy filling in the Oreo right now, because I'm kind of confused. Right. So what ended up happening was, I guess it's back in season one, it must be, the, a race called, this is, this is shown, this is not shown on camera, but this, it's explained in epi- exposition in a, in a season one episode where Lore and, and Data meet, uh, Lore was was created by Dr. Soong, just like you said, found to be defective for a variety of reasons. He was disassembled and data was created in his in his place. Lore was floating around in space for for years until he was discovered by an alien race called the Packleds. He was floating around disassembled. I can't remember like if he C-3PO was backpack style. I can't remember if he's actually disassembled or just floating in space, but okay. he got found by this race called the the Packleds and was reactivated and then he the the Packleds are not smart. They're they're kind of an interesting character race of of characters in in Star Trek. There's there's an episode that that features them. But they they have warp drive and and all of these things, but they didn't really discover it on their own. So they're sort of like mopey dopey. Mm-hmm. Our ship is broken. Kind of like make it go. Kind of like the beginning of our episode. Will you fix it? Yeah. Fix our ship. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> so once they activate lore, like lore is, you know. Takes command yeah, of those guys he like no like sweat. Makes them his little you know, little servants. I don't right. know. I was gonna say another word, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, that's that's the gist of it. Is right. so he 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 uses them to uh, to advance his his agenda, right? Which is really to get revenge on Data. Yeah, 
So, revenge in a world where revenge is a best. Yeah. Okay. So awesome. We should be movie trailer people. I'll be the music. You be the voice. Okay. Okay. So, um, that's pretty cool. And so, I don't know. Basically, now Laura's out there with two emotion chips. Right. One, which is probably going to make him crazier than the other one because it's not meant for him. Mm-hmm. And um, Data is still emotionless. So in the movie, he gets that back or does he get it back in the show? He gets it back in the show and doesn't put it in until... Until the movie. Until the movie, until Star Trek Generations. There's a There's a two-parter... Uh, that leads, it's a cliffhanger of season six of Next Gen leading into the opener of, of season seven where they meet up with Lore once again and at the end of that episode is when Data gets the chip and then he just chucks Holds it in a drawer. Yeah. yeah, well, he puts it in storage and it's like, well, maybe someday when I'm ready I'll mm-hmm. actually try using one. it. He's the one who's like, well, right. emotions are like he's not, you know, thinking on the the last minute. He's mm-hmm. kind of planning his life a little bit more than Laura, and that's why Laura is uh, the fabled evil twin brother, right? Because right. he doesn't think; he just kind of reacts to things. Mm-hmm. And that little smirk of his—it's almost as bad as Q. <laughs> I want to punch him in the face. <laughs> All right, so that was cool. That was a really good episode. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just really liked seeing the history and the the whole like loose plot line of the two other brothers on yeah, the ship. Yeah, it's just, was just It was just kind of like yeah, yeah. there to sort of get them like, what are they doing in space right now? Oh, they're doing this. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really that big of a deal. Right. But, um, oh, and my nerd novice girly comment of the day is, holy crap, I like Dr. Crusher's hair color way better now than the first season. Because in the first season, she was like this dark, horrible red and then it like clashed with her teal uniform, and it was just like so horrible and ugly. And now she's like a light, beautiful red, and I like it a lot better. Glad to hear That's that. That's my girly comment. Let's see. In season four, she's like strawberry. What's beyond. Troy? What's Troy wearing in season four? She had like that. Does one she still piece? have the gray one piece yeah. thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. With like the V. The um the wide shouldered right, like yeah. looks like when you're a high school graduation with like the yearbook photos. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Okay. Um, which was fine. Um she was wearing a dress in the opening because or no, that was the next episode. Uh the nth degree with Barkley. Mm-hmm. I loved him as Cyrano. Did you he like was, it? Yeah. Oh good. He was so fun as Cyrano. He was like so clumsy and adorable. And um like he kept forgetting his lines and then that one point at the at the end of the play when everyone left and he was sitting on the stage by himself he tries to set his sword down and it falls over and he's like shoves it like he gets really annoyed he's like i'm so clumsy oh god and it's just <laughs> it was just a funny moment i him as Cyrano was like totally perfect um but yeah no that episode was good yeah, their uniforms, though, let's go back to that, because their uniforms are a lot better now than they were before. Oh, yeah, for sure. They got that cool, like, um, collar thing going mm-hmm. on, and mm-hmm. it doesn't look like it's just spandex. Right. It looks like it's maybe two pieces now, like a shirt and pants, which is cool. Like, mm-hmm. it sort of blends together, but it definitely looks a lot better on that. Yeah. Um, and the I- actors actually had a lot of back problems in season one and two because of the the one-piece unitard. Why? There because there was there was no there was no lumbar support in that costume because it was just like a one piece. I didn't know you needed lumbar support in your clothes. I guess so. Maybe if you're wearing a unitard all the time, it's kind of hard in your back. I yeah, I've never tried. I guess so. Yeah, something. But I know that in the season season three and onward, where they have a two piece uniform, it was like much better for them. Well, you know what? I think they're probably lying about the lumbar thing. I think what they really thought was that it was showing their little extra rolls of fat and they were like feeling like they needed to keep real trim. I think that was that. probably part of it probably too. Part of it. Yeah. Maybe more need to wear a dance belt as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, so um, I like their uniforms a lot better and I like how Commander Riker has like a giant shoulder, like extra extension on it. Right. <laughs> it makes him look way bigger than he yeah. actually is. Yeah. Um, speaking of Commander Riker, why is he still a commander instead of a captain? Because at the end of Best of Both Worlds, he was like, 
considering being a captain and it looked like i mean i knew it probably wasn't going to happen because he needed to still be on the show mm-hmm. i didn't think that he was going to leave the show but um but what's the storyline there because at the end he was kind of like feeling pretty positive about um finally taking the leap and being a captain so right what's happening that's an ongoing an ongoing theme with Riker, which is he he gets these he gets a couple offers for promotion and he declines them. Yeah. I mean mostly because he he just feels he's not ready for it or hasn't gotten all of the experiences out of his time on the Enterprise yet. Because the way the way it would work is if he gets promoted to captain then he's going to another ship. Right. Well, yeah, I know. But like at the end of Best of Both Worlds, he was like, maybe I will. Da-da-da-da. And he was right. just like yeah. feeling pretty good about it. But. Yeah. So I think they... It, it's something that they didn't follow up on. They just kind of stopped really that Really too line. much. <sighs> or you can't remember. I can't. In In Best of Both Worlds... Is there an is there an interaction where one of the admirals is telling him if you keep refusing the big seat, yeah, we're gonna stop yeah. offering it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that right. one like that one that one blonde chick was like, I'm gonna be the first Yeah, Commander Shelby. And, yeah, Commander played Shelby. Played by Elizabeth Dennehy. Daughter know. of Brian Dennehy. Famous character actor. Okay. That's okay if you don't know Sorry. who it is. It's all right. Um, yeah, okay. Well, so it just sort of stopped. Right. That's weird. Um, but eventually in the movies, the the final movie, Star Trek Nemesis, he actually does become a captain. So they just wanted him to still be on the show. Right, the right. Cool. Um, okay. Well, that that was that. And then, okay, so the nth degree. Um, Lieutenant Barkley. Totes adorbs. Yeah. No, he was cute. Um, he was like, you know, basically the plot is he's just like this goofy guy and he's kind of clumsy and doesn't really know what's going on. And then he gets hit with a flash from some sort of space object and suddenly becomes super intelligent. And then he like imposes himself into the ship's computer and becomes the ship's computer. And then all this stuff happens. And then an old hippie dude head floating in the ship comes and says, hi, and then that's the end. Right. The end. Yeah. <laughs> I liked the hippie guy. <laughs> the hippie head. It was the it was the space the Cetherian. Right. Yeah, Cetherian. And it's like, oh, interrogative. <laughs> He's like, Oh, we're just like you. We want to know about your race. And then they're like, Oh, why don't you come on board? And he's like, oh, I'm just a head. And I look like a hippie. <laughs> that was the conversation. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm glad that you liked Barkley. I kind of took a took a gamble with that episode to be honest with you because it's not it's not a particularly landmark or important episode in the overall lore of of Star Trek. I think it's representative though of a good typical mm-hmm. episode. And it also had some nice character action. So I mean right. like I really liked the development of of some of the characters and stuff yeah so, there's dr crusher was cool in that episode and um so was uh the counselor and everything so yeah good good character moments and barkley i think is a great supplemental character mm-hmm. on on the crew once in a while? yeah he yeah. he shows up several times throughout throughout the series that's not the first episode with him so his 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 backstory is is essentially this he he works in engineering and he's totally socially awkward. Mm-hmm. He doesn't interact well with people. He's very smart. So that's not the issue. But he doesn't interact well with people. He kind of has a holodeck addiction mm-hmm. a yeah, little bit. Was, uh, he runs, he runs some inappropriate programs yeah, on I the holodeck. I just love that that is like a thing on that episode. I love how she was like, you know you spend too much time on the holodeck. And it's like, dang, I would too. Shoot. You yeah. could have anything happen on that holodeck and you could just hang out. Like in the episode he was hanging out with Albert, Albert Einstein mm-hmm. doing calculations and stuff and like but you know that he was using it for other things and it's just like hilarious. I think that's right. awesome that they included that. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, like he uses great. it for 
um, like, you know, he's like the star of the football team or like yeah. he like somehow <laughs> succeeds or hot women or something. I'm not entirely sure, but he definitely uses it for mischievous purposes. Yeah. 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 And there's there's actually some appearances he makes in Star Trek Voyager oh, cool. as well. In fact, there's a, a, a really nice episode where um, both he and Counselor Troy make an appearance in a Voyager mm-hmm. episode because there's the long story short is uh, in Voyager, the ship's doctor is a hologram. Oh, basically a computer program. Right. And Barclay is very, very knowledgeable about how it works. And Voyager is like trapped on the other side of the galaxy and their whole shtick is they're trying to come home. Mm -hmm. Eventually, it reaches a point in Voyager to where they're able to have subspace communication with people living in the Alpha Quadrant, which is where the Federation is Mm -hmm. and, and stuff. And so there's there's an episode where where they're communicating back home with Barkley and he's trying to develop a way for them to get home and mm-hmm. and all of this stuff. So anyways, if you're intre- if you like Barkley enough to watch more specifically with him, um I can't remember off the top of my head what the episode is called, but look for that that Voyager yeah. episode. So is Voyager like the Gilligan's Island of Star Trek? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Or Lost in Space. Yeah. Well, I like Gilligan's Island. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because they do they ever make it home? Yes, they do. Oh, okay. In the last episode. Because they don't on Gilligan's Island, do they? They well in Gilligan's Island they make it home a couple of times and then get stranded again, again a couple times. Yeah. Or like celebrities get stranded and then somehow they right. make it home. Like Davy right. Jones was on like the frickin' uh, Harlem Globetrotters yeah. get stranded, but they make it home. They make it home. What they don't the bother to take the other guys with them. Yeah, that's that's BS. so mean. Seriously. Seriously, like uh you're just gonna stay here. We don't care yeah. about you. You know, my friend Every just met uh just met Don Wells. Seriously? A week ago. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, at a mutual friend's birthday party. That's pretty and he cool. said that she was, like, so nice. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, <clears throat> Sweet. So there's, like, tons of Star Trek that I need to watch, and I feel like this is going to be really hard because with all of our assignments that we're doing, it's gonna. I'm not going to have time to watch all the Star Trek I want to no watch. Time, no time. No time. So... I don't know what I'm going to do. It's difficult. It's, it's, I think I'm going to take forever to watch the whole thing. Yeah. Well, it's a long-term project. Yeah. Yeah. That's all For right. Sure. That's all right. So. But what's important is that you've discovered something that, I like. that you like, mm-hmm. and now you are inspired to make it a part of your life right. in the long term. And I'm inspired to discover more things that I like. Yes. It's like introducing me to wonderful Wonderful things that I never thought I would take the time to to watch yeah. or read. Our show is like the reading rainbow of nerd. I know. Speaking of reading rainbow, Lavar Burton is awesome. Yep. In Star Trek, I love him. I love his character. Yeah, he's great. Okay, so I think that's pretty much all I had to say about those episodes. Okay, they were very good. I liked them a lot. Yeah, it was cool to watch like typical Star Trek episode. Right. Whereas, right. like, I feel like with me assigning you Buffy stuff, I kind of have to, like, you were saying straight to the big boss kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of have to, though, because that show's different in the terms that, like, the the flow of the show's a lot different than Star Trek, obviously. It's mm-hmm. less... The, the further you get along the series, the less Monster of the Day episodes happen. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's really hard to figure out what to show you. Right. Really hard. Yeah. I was having a hard time last night. So, yeah, I, I mean, can, I get that. It's hard. So um, I almost have to do like beginning of the season and then end of the season. So you can see like the introduction of new characters or whatever right. the big evil is that season. And then at the end, you see the conclusion. Right. You have to sort of fill in the yeah. details. No, that makes sense. I mean, Sorry. it is for that show. It is what it is. And that's yeah. and that's fine. And, and honestly... All it's doing is just make me want more and more. Yeah. So it's yeah. great in that in that regard. Star Trek is definitely different because it doesn't have as many of those landmark type things. Like overarching storylines. Right. Of. Yeah. Right. Now, having said that, we should probably take a minute and talk about your viewing assignment for season five of Star Trek The cool. Next Generation. It's going to be three episodes. Three episodes. The first, in 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 the order that they air, in that, 
I can talk really well. In the order, <laughs> derp, <laughs> in the order that they air, it is actually Unification Part 1, Unification Part 2, and then the third episode that I'd like to have you watch is called The Inner Light. Okay. Okay. I'm actually writing this down as yes. you tell me. Unification one and two, very epic, deals with the Romulans. Ooh. Spock makes an appearance. What? Yep. Stop it. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. You know what, what actor also appears? Who? Denise Crosby. <gasps> Wait, seriously? Mm-hmm. Yes. For real. Yeah. Yep. I'm so excited. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. You'll like that. You'll like that a lot. Although, okay, wait. Pause. Because her in um, Hide and Q, when she was like in the penalty box and then she started crying, I was like, come on, girl. Step it up. Don't cry. I got a little moment with her. I was kind of mad at her a little bit. That slap her around a little bit. Yeah. I was like, stop. Get it together. Chief of security. Quit it. No tears. There's mm-hmm. no tears in baseball. Yeah. No crying and whatever. Anyway, okay, keep going. No crying in Starfleet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so there's that. I know you'll enjoy those. That is a big landmark episode. Sweet. So there are exceptions. I'm a fan of those. The next one, The Inner Light, is considered by many people to be probably the single best episode of Star Trek, <gasps> The Next Generation. Possibly... With the exception of the original series episode, City on the Edge of Forever, the best episode of Star Trek, period. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're about to watch one of those in Buffy, too, by the way. It's a Patrick Stewart tour de force. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Yeah. I love him. He's an incredible performer. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Yes. Really good He was good so stuff. good in Best of Both Worlds, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, we didn't talk about that enough. I could talk about that forever. He yeah. was awesome. He was really good. Um. Oh my god! I'm so excited. And your Buffy episodes are you're gonna. Oh, I hope you cry. You're gonna cry your eyes out. Oh, <laughs> I sobbed. I was like sobbing, like almost. Well, more even than uh, when Dumbledore died. I was crying so hard in those Buffy episodes. So yeah. Oh man. Okay. Um. So is that all the Star Trek for the day? That's it for Star Trek today. Okay. Buffy. So you watched. Um. What'd you watch? Three episodes again? Three episodes again. Tell me. Uh, what were the mm-hmm. titles? Uh, the Yoko Factor. The Yoko Factor. Primeval. Primeval and, and Restless. Restless, yes. Boy, apparently a lot had happened from <laughs> from the last episode. Oh, yeah. You were probably like, <laughs> to what say the, the least. Crap? Yeah, no, I'm... The government... I watch? had more notes just on the Yoko Factor alone than mm-hmm. all the notes I've taken for for the other episodes. And so, obviously, by this point, they've graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. The The high school is destroyed somehow. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. <laughs> and they're going to college. Uh, Willow is gay. Mm-hmm. Or bi. Is Willow gay or bi? She's gay. She's gay? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I mean, she was in love with Oz, but... Like, but she was also in love with Xander. Well, that was a crush. She was a childhood crush on Xander. That wasn't okay. really love. Okay. She's. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she's bi. Yeah. She's pretty much all about the girls now. Yeah. So. Yeah. And her girlfriend is Tara, Tara. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's something about her I don't really like. <gasps> no! Why? Is she good? Is she okay? Oh, 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 that's right. Yeah, you get a little bit of confusion there. Yeah. Um. No, she's good. But yeah. I'll tell you about that. So keep going. Well, it's uh, the reason why she rubbed me the wrong way is it is it seems like the the whole the whole point of of those three episodes is is the band getting pulled apart. Yeah. Pretty much, right? And that's one of the things that I didn't really know anything about with Buffy going into it was to to what extent the characters are put to the test, mm-hmm. right? And this ties directly into what I was talking about last week, okay. which was me feeling uncomfortable because Buffy was being tested by faith and kind of going down a dark path and blah, 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 blah. And we see that 
in these episodes, like, magnified times 10. I know. That's why I was like, Jim, Jim, yeah. Jim, Jim, Jim. <laughs> right. Yeah. You got to get used to it because it gets even more. Like, it yeah. goes even further. So, yes, they are being tested. But it's all like, I feel like starting with this season, it's preparing you for the end of the series. Mm-hmm. Like, already it's starting to prepare you for the end of the series. Yeah. So, um, they're getting tested, but that's because they're going to get tested even more and even more and even more, you know? So, mm-hmm. basically, yeah, that's what's happening. Right. You're getting the Yoko factor, you know? Like, are the Beatles breaking up because of you know, they're all going in different directions. Yeah, and it's not just one person, right? It's right. it's because of Tara. It's because of Xander's girlfriend. I can't remember Anya. her name. Anya. It's because mm-hmm. of Buffy's new boyfriend mm-hmm. who's in the military. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, well, one of one of the things is what's the deal with Giles with cool Giles? I know, right? I am singer songwriter Giles. I was kind of dweeb, but now know. I'm super cool. I know. Okay, did you see my tweets about that? Did you see my tweets about that? Yeah. Okay, it's. I know. I feel like it's kind of goofy because it's like he's plugging his music because he really is a musician, and I was like, he's probably like, I'm Anthony Stewart Head, and I want to. Is it Head music. or Heed? Oh, I don't know. I always just thought it was Head. Okay, it's spelled like Head. So whatever. Right. Um, I'm not British. Whatever. Uh, so, <laughs> hello, governor. Heed. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. Um, no, I know that was always really goofy. But I love the part where he's singing in his house, and then Spike shows up. Right. Spike shows up, and he's like, Woo! he squeals like a girl. So what is okay? So what's going on okay. with Spike? Is not really he's an neutered. ally, he's but neutered. he's yeah. Um. Okay. You just have a lot of details that you have to fill in, and here they are. Right. Okay. They are going to UC Sunnydale, which is a fictional, 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 whatever. Fictional? Uh, yeah, it's a new word I made. Fictational. Uh, yeah. <laughs> campus of University of California. And um, basically, in the first few episodes, you see like some sort of weird army-like um, presence on campus. Well, the deal is there's something called the initiative. It's run by the government. Um, they have a bunch of guys that are like military guys, and their goal is to uh, control the demon population. They're basically like the slayer, only they have to have hundreds of people do it because they don't have powers, mm-hmm. right? So um, Buffy's uh, psychology teacher, Maggie Walsh, is in charge of um, some of the projects in the initiative, and her boyfriend Riley is in the initiative, Blah, blah, blah. Maggie Walsh creates a hybrid demon that they name Adam because they want to have him. I don't know why. It's like one of those plots where you're like, okay, obviously this was going to go wrong. What are you thinking? You know? Right. We're going to make, we're going to create Frankenstein to fight the other monsters. Yeah. But like, obviously he's going to turn on you. Duh. Right. So he does. And he kills Maggie Walsh. And um, basically, like, Spike, Spike gets captured by the initiative. Um, and put in a containment cell. And when they do that, they put a chip in the demons' heads that basically, in the brain, so that um, they can't harm anything, mm-hmm. any humans. So they can harm each other. So Spike can fight demons. Mm-hmm. But if he ever tries to fight or look like he's about to fight a human, he gets a giant electrical surge in his brain and it like hurts really bad. Uh-huh. So he's basically neutered, um, which is why they haven't killed him because they feel bad now for killing him because he's helpless. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Spike is like trying to just... He's like his goal is like he's like a contained beast and he just wants to be violent but he can't because yeah. he's got this thing so he's like I'll just help out on your mission so I can like get my violence right get my jollies yeah, somehow get my jollies yeah so um yeah that's what's happening with Spike does okay. that clear it up yes it does okay. thank you so Riley eventually him and Buffy um you know figure out who the other person is and they still stay together and they sort of fight battles together and it's like whatever so yeah yep um and then um oz leaves because oz cheats on willow with like another werewolf chick and then he's like i'm so bad for you i'm the worst i'm gonna go to tibet and figure out how to control my werewolf problem so he like goes to like learn the ways of the werewolf okay so that he can like he wants to learn how to morph whenever he wants instead of dealing with the moon and all that stuff so he's trying to like go learn about his problem so him and will break up okay um 
and then Tara comes into play and she's basically a witch and her and Willow get together and they're witches together. Okay. So, oh, Anya um, was actually in one of the earlier seasons. She's a vengeance demon and um, she becomes human and now she's like an ex-demon who's human and she's dating Xander. And a terrible girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's just kind of weird because she's, yeah. she's kind of like data. Like she doesn't really know what emotions are right now and she's learning about mm-hmm. them as she goes. So, yeah. That's okay. what she's doing. Okay. And, and so Angel questions. Angel is out of the picture. Angel's He's on a moved away. Series, yeah. He's on a spin-off series already. But he comes back because Did you notice how in the previously on Buffy it was like Previously yeah. on Buffy the Vampire. And then it was like and on Angel this happened. Right. Yeah. Basically on Angel. Okay, so Faith Oh my god, we don't have time to talk about all this stuff. Ah! There's too much to talk about. <laughs> Faith um is like okay the high school's blown up because the mayor succeeded in turning into a demon he was a giant snake demon and the only way to kill him was to blow up the entire school while he was in it so that's what buffy did so the school got blown up and the mayor is now dead faith escapes she goes to la she goes to angel to try to help her because angel's kind of the only one who understands like what she's going through and because she killed that human and now she's she was evil she was really evil and then blah 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 so Angel was trying to protect Faith and Buffy wanted to like beat her up and kill her. I don't know what she wanted to do. So Angel punched Buffy and it was this whole like <gasps> dramatic thing and whatever. And then they're fighting. And I think that's why he comes to Sunnydale because mm-hmm. he's trying to like um, apologize or something. Or uh, emphasis on the or something. Yeah. No, I don't think seems. he was trying to bone her. Is that what you mean? No, no. Oh, what do you mean? But um, they got into a fight. Well, yeah, they got yeah. into a fight. Yeah, that's not cool. No, I, even if sucks. you're a vampire and your ex girlfriend's the Slayer, you don't hit a woman. No, I mean no. he's he's a jerk. I don't yeah, like that him. made me not like him. Yeah, obviously Angel more. sucks. I don't know why everyone's like, oh, Buffy and Angel, long lost Romeo and Juliet. I want Romeo. Buffy and Spike. Um, yeah, well, you'll get that. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. It's pretty awesome, and also not at the same time. Yeah. Uh, no, it happens in the next season yeah okay well what they do there's an episode that you're not going to be able to watch so i have to kind of explain it um there's an episode of the next season where um this guy warren creates a robot girlfriend Mm -hmm. and she you know she looks like a human she's very human like Mm -hmm. and um basically he creates a robot girlfriend things go haywire or whatever eventually spike like realizes that he loves buffy and um he's like really mad about it so he commissions slash threatens Warren into making a robot Buffy. Oh, is that why there's I've heard of like Buffy bot yeah. before. So, so there is a Buffy bot. Yeah, there's a it'll happen. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. That doesn't sound cheesy at all. It's totally awesome. That's it's great. I can't cheesy. wait to see it's it. Awesome. What episode is that, do you know? Uh it's in the That's it's right, in I'll find season it. five, yeah. I'll find it. But she'll I see that. Buffy bot comes back. Like she's she comes back and forth, like so she's basically another character. Wow. It's totally awesome. Um so any other things? Okay, keep going. The initiative, Adam. Right. Spike. Bad makeup job on Adam. Oh yeah, he sucks. Yeah. yeah. He sh- he needed to be a lot more greasy and slimy and Yeah, he wasn't like moist enough. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I don't know. Um, the guy who played him too, like um, he was in that he was in the last episode in mm-hmm. Restless, um, where you know basically so Buffy and um, and uh, Xander and Willow and Giles do a spell so that all of their best qualities kind of go into Buffy and that's how she defeats Adam. Right. She defeats him by being a combination of all of them, and when that happens, they unleash some sort of power that the first Slayer um, starts, like, kind of haunting them or something. Right. And, um, you know, the scene where Buffy's talking to Riley and that guy at the table? Yeah, that's, that's Adam. Adam, yeah. Adam I didn't know in if you his tell. human form. Like, because when I first saw that, I was like, who was that dude? I don't yeah. Know. yeah. No, it took, it took me a second, but, but then it was him. obvious. Yeah. 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 So, um, so, yeah. What did you think about the first Slayer? Is it the first time you've seen her? Yeah. 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 I, I liked that whole, uh, I liked that whole idea, just the... Uh, the dream sequence episode restless what that did was it is it showed it showed that even though 
they're being tested, they're still a family. Right. I, at least for now. I mean, I don't know mm-hmm. what what ultimately becomes of No, I of mean the that's, gang, that's but, exactly the point. The right. point is they are they are gonna keep getting tested, but they they stick together, you know. Right. Yeah. So I, I really like really like that quite a bit. And the first slayer I thought was was interesting. She'll come back too. There's a whole yeah. episode in um season five which I wish you had time to watch and maybe it might even be included in one of the episodes I wanted you to watch because it's kind of like a longer story arc. But Buffy learns more about the first Slayer, basically. Okay. Um, and where Slayers came from. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, yeah, so she comes back. She's very interesting. She's almost demonic. Yeah. It. I'm trying to, to think of a good way to, to describe her, but... Well, she is demonic. That's the thing. So really? okay. I can sort of describe it to you now because I'm not entirely sure if you'll find out or not. The first Slayer was created by um, like a tribe in, I think it was in Africa or something. You know, Yeah. Some African tribal leaders created her um, by putting demon essence into a young girl. So the Slayer is actually like partially demon. Oh, wow. But over the generations, it sort of like evolved so that she was able to seem more normal mm-hmm. so that's kind of what right what, the slayer magic is demon magic right okay that makes that makes sense so Buffy because has to come to terms with that and all that stuff mm-hmm. because in that in that episode she's portrayed as this animalistic mm-hmm. type creature and it sort almost. of makes you feel really sad because she was just given this without ever asking they just chose a young girl um they didn't really you know she was basically created to be a demon and didn't even it wasn't her choice. Mm-hmm. And so she's very helpless and she is animalistic and she can't help it. Like that's a sad thing. It's almost like she was possessed. I mean, she was possessed. Right. Basically. Right. So it sucks for her. Mm-hmm. But okay. She gives Buffy, Buffy goes into the desert in one episode and like does sort of a, um, like a retreat for herself to learn more because this next season has a really big, the big bad is like really big and it only gets bigger as you go throughout the series. So she's sort of trying to like, it's like going to Dagobah and learning. So the the <laughs> the desert in the dream sequence of Restless that comes is a that. is a foreshadowing to mm-hmm. in a way I she guess. She goes to learn more about yeah, in mm-hmm. that desert. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cuz you know, deserts are symbolic of meditation and um they're sort of like a serene environment right. for one to learn more about themselves. Right. Yeah. Also great for fight sequences and alien planets in Star Trek. True. Yes. yes. Good. Let me see here. Uh, Giles. Yeah. What's the deal with him like getting drunk or whatever? Does he have a drinking problem or no, something? No, Spike just sort of got to him. That was the thing. Spike's was, Spike was trying to go around and um, figure out problems for each person so that he could split them up. Okay. You know? And for Giles, he sort of started harping on the fact that um, Buffy doesn't really need him anymore. And Buffy doesn't, you know, Giles isn't really helping at all. What's Giles doing there? Mm-hmm. Like, he's just a failure. He he retired as a librarian because the school blew up. And so he doesn't right. have a job. Mm-hmm. So right now he's unemployed and he's just kind of feeling like useless. So right. that's, I mean, his reaction was just he started drinking. But, okay. And he does that a few times throughout the series. But he's not like a drunk, I don't think. But that's like. Whenever you know Giles is depressed, it's because he's drinking whiskey or bourbon or something. Mm. Okay. Yeah. It's British. (laughs) It's a British thing. Okay. Yeah, Okay. That's fine. He's kind of going through life problems right now, you know? Okay. So, unemployment, feeling useless. Right. And that's, that's good development for him because at the start of the series, he's... Maybe more one-dimensional mm-hmm. than the rest of the characters, mm-hmm. not not in a bad way necessarily. He's like the adult in the group. Well, he's he the yeah. yeah, he's the adult, and I'm just a guy who's a watcher, and mm-hmm. I hang out in my library and read a lot of books because I don't have PDFs that are searchable. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> and and like I think that that makes sense because they're in high school, but now they're in college. They're sort of starting to even out as far as. You're an adult, but you can also be kind of my peer or my equal. So right. they're sort of starting to to even out in that in that um, relationship. Right. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's good. And Wesley is an angel. Oh, uh, in the yeah, series. yeah. For a second, I was like Wesley Crusher. What? <laughs> um, I was going to ask you about that too. Is he in Starfleet by now? He was not in this episode. Yeah, I think he's left by now. Okay. Yeah. On yeah. the description of the season on Netflix, it said he was getting ready to leave. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. I figured he was gone. Anyway, um, yeah, Wesley's on Angel, and so is Cordelia. Okay. So they're both okay. on Angel. Shoot, that reminds me. Hmm. I might have to give you a fourth episode. That's okay. Okay. I could give you four too. I mean, we have we'll two that weeks up. this time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I can give you. Yeah, four. I'm gonna give you. I have to check to see if the Wesley episode you need to see is in season five. I think it is. Okay. Sorry. We'll check. That's fine. Uh, off topic, but okay. So, so Buffy Wesley mm-hmm. is is hanging out with with Angel mm-hmm. in in his series and has turned into a a badass. He's kind of becoming more like he's getting braver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, he needs it. Yeah, he definitely does because he was definitely a little wuss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. But um, so I'm really excited for you to start watching season five because I think it might be my favorite season. Yeah. It might be. Well, what do you got for me? Well, season five. Okay. Um, there's a few very monumental episodes. Um, and I, it was hard for me to figure it out. So I was going to give you two and then I was going to give you three. And now I think I'll give you four if you're going to give me four. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Because um, since next week we're doing our book club. Yep. First 200 pages of Game of Thrones. Right. Um, we can sort of wait and we can add more episodes and talk about them two weeks from now. So um, your episodes that you're going to watch are in order of appearance. No Place Like Home, The Body, The Weight of the World, and The Gift. Now, let me just talk about the body and the gift right now because the body is widely known to be one of the greatest episodes of television ever like seriously it's Mm -hmm. been it's got a lot of recognition just as a standalone episode Mm -hmm. this episode it doesn't have um the same feeling like the other ones i've been giving you um it's kind of a standalone but not at the same time because it's so important for buffy um just seeing this episode will make you connect with her on like a brand new level. And um, you'll probably cry. Maybe. I don't know if you're one to cry, but you might. I cried a lot, but it's, it's amazing that, I mean, like, I mean, you saw it, I posted a tweet about it and people were like, the body. I mean, that episode mm-hmm. is just amazing. So you need to watch that. The but body. before body. you get to that, um, there's one called No Place Like Home and there's a new character in it. And if you you will see this character and you'll be like, what the heck? Who is this? Am I missing something? What's going on? That's how everybody in the show feels. So you're not really missing anything. Okay. So um, when you first see this character show up, it's in um, the very last like 10 seconds of the first episode, which I really wanted to have you watch episode one, Buffy versus Dracula, because it's just awesome. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. So if you want to, you can watch that too. Okay. Um, but this new character shows up in the last few seconds of that show and everyone, including the characters on the show, are like, what are you doing here? So it's not like you're missing something, you know, mm-hmm. like, was I supposed to watch something else? No. Right. You're supposed to be confused. So that's my little disclaimer. Mm-hmm. And then the gift and well, the way to the world and then the gift um, are just two amazing episodes. The gift is the last episode of the series of the season. And um, oh, it's just so good. So the okay. way to the world is kind of before that. And yeah, it's just so good. I'm down. Pay attention to the previously on Buffy, like really quick yeah. openers, because you're going to have to sort of know a right, little bit about right. what's going on. That's good. Oh, I can't wait. You're going to just, it's a whole new level of Buffy. Wow. It's it's going to be amazing. And that's the beauty of the series that I'm seeing is, is only four seasons in. They just keep amping it up. I know. Every it just steps up every time. Series. I know. And it will. Oh, it's going to make a giant leap. Now, do you do you know how people? (laughs) Okay. Do you know how involved Joss was like day to day with the show? Did he start to step back? He stepped back a little bit because he was also working on Angel and Buffy at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, He wrote some of the very best episodes that there are, but um, he also 
he was just directing a lot of times, so mm-hmm. he didn't really write as much as he did before. Okay. But he definitely was still involved. And then Fire- Firefly was actually concurrent with this, too. I believe so. Yeah. 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 Nathan Fillion's actually in the last season of Buffy. Did you know Really? That? Yeah. I did not know yeah, that. He's really evil. And he's I great. Do you yeah. ever watch Castle? No, I don't. Yeah. He does a really good job in that show. Yeah. Is yeah, that on good. air now? Yeah. It's a current current show. It's on ABC. Is it like a crime show? What is it? He is. I've seen previews for it. Yeah, it, it, it's a crime show. He is a crime spy, like detective mm-hmm. novelist. Ooh. And he is a famous author, has written all of these. So, amazing... like Murder She Wrote. It's kind of, <laughs> kind of like Murder She Wrote with a handsome dude. Oh my God. I love Murder She Wrote. Well, there you go. I should watch Castle. There you go. Murder She Wrote is awesome. It oh, is an I awesome love show. Yeah, you should watch Castle. It's so he's an author, and he he ends up being uh, an assistant to the police to help them solve oh uh, solve crimes. It's just murder. She wrote. Yeah, and then he gets into a relationship with the female detective, oh. and he's got a teenage daughter that they oh God, they love each other, but they don't always that's how see eye to eye. There's an overbearing mother. Yeah. Oh my god. This, yeah. It's just the same thing. We could nerd novice murder she wrote. I was thinking about it. If it's on Netflix, it we'll is. do that sometime. I mean, it is on Netflix. Yeah. Even just like one episode right Yeah, yeah. We don't I need love to that do show much, so much. But... It's so funny. Yeah. Um, murder she wrote. So cool. I'm just so excited. I can't wait. You need to this is what we're gonna do. Okay. Um I don't want to be the only one here because I'm really trying to amp up the whole Twitter um presence. So okay. you should tweet while you're watching okay yeah i will tweet because i've been doing that and it's fun and i want people to participate so okay just i mean every once in a while so i'll just tweet so lonely you guys so lonely (laughs) watching buffy netflix selfie nope netflix selfie (laughs) (laughs) i'll 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 put a more positive spin on it yeah that's good yeah yeah um no definitely and okay so i don't know is there anything else you wanted to talk about with with buffy I think that's it for today. I mean, I, I love it. It's yeah. so awesome. Yeah. It is a great show. I can't. I am ashamed that I did not discover it in my life sooner. I know it I is. It is really time. remarkable. Yeah, really it, a remarkable it's show. Just, I just can't get over how much it just gets better. It just keeps getting better. There's like, yeah. there's no like slump in it at all. I don't understand. I mean, how they made that happen, but it. I mean, think about like if Firefly would have lasted seven seasons. Oh my god! I, mean, I can't even crap. can't even comprehend. I know, that. like you just—that's what it is. It's Buffy. If Buffy was Firefly, I mean, how amazing would Firefly right. be? Yeah. Jeez, Joss Whedon, you're my hero. Um, yeah. So I oh I can't wait for season five. Okay, so enough about that. Let's talk about book club next week. Book club next week. We're reading Game of Thrones, the first book, um, and uh, it's we're reading pages one through two hundred. I've been reading; I'm on about page forty right now, and um, I don't know; it's kind of slow, but we'll talk about it. I'm mm-hmm. hoping that's something. I hope we have enough to talk about. I'm a little concerned yeah. it might f- be thin. It might be the first thin, week. Maybe we'll have to like read more. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. We'll talk about other stuff too. I mean, yeah, not, I mean, we can we can nerd it up no, with other yeah, stuff. We got this. Um, so there might be a special extra bonus nerdy thing to talk about that you guys didn't get to follow along with, but yeah, it'll happen. Super secret nerdosity. <laughs> what was the other? Uh, no, no, what? what Novicy. No, 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 Novos- no. Novicity. It was like novicity. A novice fi. Oh, a novice. A novice fi. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm excited. So we're... Uh, I've been reading a lot. I've been watching a lot. I've been buying comic books. Yeah. I'm getting ready. I yeah, ordered Marvel's. for our next thing. That. So that's another... Maybe we should yeah. disclose that quickly. I just did. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no. That's fine. Um, we are going to talk about graphic novels and comic mm-hmm. books on occasion throughout the, the course of the show, which will hopefully... Run for years and and years. Mm -hmm. Our first graphic novel is Marvels. Yes. By Kurt Busiek and Alex Ross. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be coming up within the next month-ish. Right. So 
Um, grab that now if you're interested in reading along. It's on Amazon for like ten bucks. Yeah, it's yeah. not not expensive at all. You can get it in paperback, right? Uh, Soft cover, I should say. And uh, yeah, so that's coming up. Check it out. Totally. And I think that's about it for this week. Please mm-hmm. follow us on Twitter at Nerd Novice. Send us email, nerdnovice at gmail.com. Our website is Nerd Novice. Subscribe to the show on iTunes. If you enjoy the show, leave us a review and a please, star please, rating. Please. Tell your friends. Please star rate our show because we have no average right now. Yes, we, we have no more. average. We yeah. have two five-star reviews, yeah. but not enough for an average. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, oh shoot, I was going to say something about following us on Twitter and stuff, but I forget. Tweet, if you tweet at us, we will respond to you. Like immediately, like yeah. within 30 seconds because we're, we're sad and lonely. We're super lonely people. <laughs> so please respond. Oh, I know so what I was going to say. Our Gmail so still says lonely. you have no email. There's nothing in our inbox right now. Nothing. I have never had, just please email us. Even if you're like, go fart in your sleep (laughs) I don't care I'll be so happy so please do it yes so that's it follow us tweet us email us stalk us yes and we'll see you next time alright peace out bye bye